have in this world is my balls and my words. And I don't break them for no Do you understand? Welcome to the Big Kids Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Abu. And this is the Big Kids Podcast, but I already said see, that. You see, intro. I already, you see, that's what I said last week. You were supposed to say, I'm big, I'm kids, and Big, big Kids co- Podcast. I know, but Damn. you were like, oh... Just before you said the name of the podcast, you're like, um, I was thinking. No, as a matter of fact, we should say I'm big, I'm kids, bef- and oh, okay, yeah, yeah, podcast. yeah. But uh, don't you, well, big, it's just the I'm Brian, and then kids is uh, you, a boo. Yeah, but it's not the Brian Kids podcast, is it? No, 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 yeah, 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 it's the big kids. No, no, but I know what you're saying. It makes sense to call, to, to like differentiate or whatever. What do you want to say? I'm Brian Big. Oh, that's that. But that's no, not, no, that don't that don't roll with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that. No, no. But anyway, they they'll get the idea. Yeah, um, eventually. Eventually, <laughs> when we have like more than a single listener. <laughs> so um, today, so I'm gonna call you out. Yeah, today you were a little late, but you yeah, told me what was your reasoning. For this uh, lateness, well, it's a number of things. Well, the first thing, a I number of things, like, you know, I would take yeah, to be well, your boss, like. <laughs> 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 so basically, um, what was it? My laptop, I left it running updates last night, and I don't know. You know, when you leave updates, sometimes when you switch the laptop back on. Oh no! Yeah, it, yeah, it does this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it does its configuration. But another thing I noticed this morning, right, is like, yo, I had like the worst back spasm ever. Like, I don't know how you feel about them, but mine was like, yo, I was in complete pain. What it was, I think I must have sat up from my kitchen table. I just finished having breakfast and then I've sat down back on my bed and then I'm getting this sharp pain all over my back, like my lower back. And I'm like, yo, what is happening? And it's like, I stand up and it's just not going. I'm literally in pain, wincing, like, oh, oh, I don't know what to do, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, what's happening to me? And then I'm like, yo, and I'm a young guy. It's not like I'm like a 70-year-old man. I'm like suffering, like, on the verge of having like, arthritis or something well, like What's that. a young but man? Come on, tell us. A young man, a young man's 23 years old. Like, I'm Shit, not, are you 23? I, yeah. Damn, damn, I'm... Damn, I'm like the sugar daddy here or some shit. (laughs) Damn, shit. Now I'm feeling goddamn old. Shit. Goddamn. Oh my god. Jeez. I'm. Jeez, that's depressing. I'm feeling sad now. That's mate. Age is just a number, man. Why you think you're as young as you feel? Yeah, I I don't feel that young. Oh, okay. So this is your first... Well, let me tell you, right? Uh, I think your body starts wincing away, basically. That's what happens. Like, you've gone through the growth period now. You're not going to grow anymore once you you hit 23. So your body is just basically starting to rot, mate. It's just a slow progression of it rotting away. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thanks for it. It's like um, there there was a guy I used to work with, right? And I was like... I was like, one time I went to him, happy birthday. And he's like, oh, I don't celebrate birthdays. I was like, why? Because each birthday is a, is a date closer to my death. I was like, oh, right, mate. Damn. I was like, okay. It, so, was that man a goth by any chance? No, he was a religious man. He was a religious man. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's Boy, like... Boy, he must have been a too. sinner if he's worrying. <laughs> 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 no, that's mad. Uh, so you know what? I'm actually going the opposite way i've had like chronic back pain for since before we met basically mm. um when when did you first have your first like well was it self-induced or is it just age you're saying like were you at the gym or something or? Oh, okay so i think basically it was from being overweight for many many years but i had never had like a proper slip disc and i had a slip disc and my leg has been numb for years like maybe three years and it's slowly coming back now i've been like i try and stretch every single day but the main thing i bought was like um actually i got it from from the missus for christmas was like a ergonomic pillow and that shit Mm. just is like pulling pulling everything back into place i don't even know like last night i started actually getting 
feeling back in my leg where I hadn't felt before. I'm dying to get feeling back in my leg because I don't play football mm, and stuff mm. like that. But yo, back pain, it happens that I've got another buddy who's a few years younger than me and just for the like for the record of the podcast, I'm thirty one. I'm gonna be thirty two uh next month, unfortunately. Which is oh, mad. Why you unfortunately? Why are you saying unfortunately? Mate, I thought like... I feel... Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. I'm, I mean, I know I'm going to be in the peak of my like lifetime physical fitness by the time I hit 35. For mm. sure. That's the that's the, that's the where I'm going to go. And even this, like my back coming back is, is good. But, you know, if it's that kind of thing, man. If I knew what I knew back... If I knew what I knew now, back mm. then... I would have treated my body and my time with a lot more respect. Let's okay. put it that way. And I think sometimes this is what young people, no one tells young people like, mm. you need to think, you need to think what you're doing. Like, and people don't think. Like About people the long-term don't, consequences. Long-term consequences. All the kids hitting the nightclubs, sniffing up cat yes. <laughs> and shit. Like someone needs to tell you, Okay, you know, it's fun. It can be fun and all that. I you know, I have no actual personal experience with Ket. Um, but what I'm saying is, okay, it might seem fun, but, you know, that shit does rot your brain, I'm guessing. Like, any Definitely. sort of... I think anything, like, whether excessive drinking, smoking, lack mm. of sleep, all these things. Because I think there was, there was a period, like, I think three months ago, where I was just working on five hours sleep. And then every uh... two weeks... I would just crash. Like at 2pm, I will just get so fatigued and tired. I didn't know where it came from. And it was like, it wasn't like a physical fatigue. It was like a mental fatigue for like yeah. sleeping such few hours. And it's like, it's that's not something, because I, I know another person who's in their 40s who says that the thing is, if you continuously take the hours away from your sleep, it raises your blood level. And... and because of that, you're more susceptible to things like diabetes or mm. a stroke. And it's things like that you don't... Well, you can say in your younger age, in my 20s, I take for granted. But I guess it's because I feel I have all that energy. It's, you know, it's, right now it's all about short-term thinking. Because right now is the best time to be alive. I can get anything and everything whenever I want, when I mm. want, now. So it's like, yeah. Long to looking at the long term, it's like hmm. no, no, but uh, you know what? I used to be like that. Like on any given Sunday, I could stay up till two, three o'clock, and I wouldn't mm. need to hit an energy drink, nothing like that. It was yeah. I was ready to do it. Now it starts getting to eleven. I'm like, damn, I am tired. I but hasn't work also contributed to that? Yeah, of course, because you know when you had summer holidays and you're off for for five, six weeks, to you have time in the world. And plus half terms, you have time to recover, you have time to rest, you've got energy. When you're working and you're getting four weeks of leave instead of the eight or whatever you might get when you're in like normal schooling, it's exhausting. Yeah. It's, you know, I definitely remember the first few years working full time. I was like, mm. damn, I noticed this shit. Like, you haven't got that much time to yourself and it's tiring. <laughs> and not only that, as you go into an adult, you know, I'm not saying people don't do chores and shit, but it's like, you got to do the washing up, you got to do the cooking, you got to do the cleaning, you got to take the trash out. Bro, tell me about it, mate. Bro, you know. Oh. And actually, Honestly, it's that kind of thing. I could probably work longer. I would work a different job or do extra hours in something else if I knew that I didn't need to change my bed sheets. I didn't mm, need to wash mm. my clothes. I didn't need to do my cooking. You know, if you have yeah. all that side of your life handled, you can work an extra hour or two, you know? That's true. So it's like, it's a kind of funny... It's a balancing act almost. Mm, mm. But, it, but this is the thing, like, sleep when you can sleep, but at the same time, you're only young once. Mm, In fact, there's a mm. tune. I'll link you to the tune. I'll link the tune after. It's just a hardcore tune. But it's... the. Just the chorus is you're only young once, so do it right. And um, who's it by? Do you know who's by? Yeah, yeah, side by side. It's like a hardcore. Okay. Uh, band, but um, anyway, sometimes kids don't get told this shit. Like, 
I know, for example, MDMA has got gotten a lot popular in like mm. the last decade or so. Like Jay Z spitting it in lyrics, like drum and bass and house music and all this sort of rave culture has had that revival, and kids are hitting it every weekend. And you, your body needs to recover, like your brain needs to recover every time you hit it. So you need to leave Definitely. it, you know, and it frazzles you, like if you do it uh, too much. Too much, of course, of course. Too, no, not even too much, just with too much regularity in it. Oh, yeah, every old, definitely. But that's the same thing with anything. If you drink too, with too much regularity, you're going to end up an alcoholic. Yeah. If you, you know, if you smoke, you smoke too weed, much, which, yeah. You're gonna end up with lung cancer, or you're gonna end up. Yeah. So it's. I think everything in moderation, and I'm not saying I do even moderation in moderation. In moderation. Yeah, even, even moderation. moderation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but that's, yeah, but so maybe you need to do like stretching and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I think two weeks ago I bust my ankle like badly from um playing football, and so funny enough I've been I've been at home for the working from home for the past two weeks and what, I, what i've been doing is funny enough i've been starting yoga you know oh okay, at first yeah. a, like at first i was a bit skeptical because i was following like some youtube um um video in which this woman's like okay now raise your arms into into rising dog and she's got all these funny names for these postures right and i'm like yo this, this shit ain't doing nothing for me man hmm. but um what I what I do see what I do find the positive side of yoga is like it's time to myself having that quietness because think about it, how often do you, are you actually with your own thoughts? Other people call it meditation. Some other people might call it prayer. But that actual moment where you're just with your inner thoughts, no distractions. The TV's not on. There's no music playing in the background. Like you can't hear your neighbors or nothing like that. But that actual listening to yourself, I think it does have some benefits. It's just it's up if. I don't know. It's something I've. Um, it's just me getting used to it. You know, getting used to being in silence. So you know, I, I don't want to sound like a new age wacko because I'm not. Yeah. That way inclined, but like, I definitely think, for example, uh, yoga. One, I remember being overweight, and I thought, okay, I want to drop the weight, and then I want to get strong, like get mm. a little bit. Um, as my little brother says, wedge. I want to be a little bit wedge. But oh, then not I hench, realized, but wedge. Wedge. Yeah. <laughs> well, so is that past hench? No, I think it's just like it's 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 not quite hench. Oh, but it's oh, a little it's bit wedge. Hench. I think it's less than hench, <laughs> isn't it? Because hench is like oh. when you kind of you hit it, like yeah, yeah, like well, kind of wedge. Well, slightly more than a footballer, but not quite a rugby player. Let's, let's oh, say. okay. All right. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. like what I'm saying is, you when you see someone who's wedge, you can tell they're trained. They train, but they're not necessarily hench like a WWF wrestler or something like that. Okay. Got you. Um. And I thought, oh, okay. WWF, eh? WWF. WWE. Oh, uh, you know, court. You know, environmentalists trying to cancel the podcast and shit already. You know what I mean? Ooh, WWF, like. <laughs> but um, save the pandas. Save the pandas. No, I do save the pandas. I like the pandas, man. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> so, but what I realise is, damn, actually, if you're not flexible, you can't do certain mm. movements properly. You know, you're tense. You can't squat mm. if you've got no ankle mobility. It's kind mm. of mad. So yoga does extend your life, like the quality of your life as a human being, basically. Mm. Like, because this is the other thing, like we're not meant to live a sed sedentary lifestyle at mm. all. Mm. No way. Like, definitely. it's just like... like we were hunters before. We were hunters before, but this is what I'm saying. Before... You would be building house, you would be like hunting, you would be climbing trees, like all mm. this, like just normal physical exercise would have made a normal human being like quite strong and hench mm. and powerful anyway, like a lot more powerful than the average human being is now, mm. Mm. you know, like in terms of level of fitness, all this kind of stuff. Definitely. So I, I, I thought, yeah, you know what, it's... 
But do you reckon that's the consequence of how society's changed from like manual jobs, like from was it primary sector manufacturing to what tertiary, where you're sat behind a cashier or you're literally sat by an office. Like, well, they aren't a lot. Like, who grows up to say, you know what, I want to work in a factory when I grow up? No, or... but the, I even think factories, I think it, mm. it predates factories because it's like when you're in a factory, you're just doing the same thing again and again and again. And it's rather monotonous, okay. Whereas if you're well, like so... farming, or let's say you're just living off the land, one one mm. moment you're chopping wood, next mm. moment you're you're picking fruit, then next time you're like, do you know what I mean? You're doing all kinds of physical activity. Maybe you're swimming. To, mm. to go for it to, to refresh yourself after the summer heat like that sounds this, good man that's, that that's kind of like, like this like there's more going on isn't there in terms of like because I just think for example like you've seen the things like humans can naturally train themselves to hold their breaths their breath underwater for several minutes anyone mm. anyone mm. think about it so if anyone can do that, think about actually how strong and resilient the human body actually is to do all kinds of stuff. Like right now, most people can't do a pull-up, but back, I reckon back in like the past, nearly everyone could probably do a pull-up. Mm, mm. Have know? you heard of this guy called um, Wim Hof? He's a Dutch guy who frees, they call him the Iceman. Where yeah, 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 I know the Wim can, Hof method. Yeah, yeah, literally controlled breathing. This guy can like jump in an ice lake and stay in there for like an hour and just be chill. But have you not? Like, he's he's like a yoga expert as well. Yeah, like, yeah. But this is. is the thing. It's like that dude can can like position. He has the balance to like be on one hand, like he holds his whole entire body up on one hand and shit like that. Like oh, crap. So it's yeah, kind of like this. Is what I mean, like. I don't want to say like gymnasts, people used to be like gymnasts, but I think the physical preparedness of people in the ancient times would be closer to a gymnast than mm. anything else. If you know what I'm saying, I, like not, not hench, but they would be mm. kind of a little bit wedge. Mm, definitely. I think more in tune with their bodies. Whereas now, yeah. it's, like you're saying, we are more sedentary. Like when I get off from work, I sit down and I watch TV like maybe, and especially now that gyms are closed, yeah, we can all work out from home, but really we're not that inclined. We don't have this, a lot of us don't have the space to be doing that. Mm. And it's like... But I don't gosh. know when, mm. I don't know if you, I don't know what kind of gym you went to, but the one near me mm. is like an actual uh, like bodybuilding gym. Like mm. I've seen people who are definitely like, they do the competitions right. and all that stuff. What I like about that gym in particular is, uh, mm. before I used to go to like an old, what I'd call like local commercial gym where mm. you've got the elderly ladies, nothing nothing wrong mm. with that, by the way. But it was affordable, you're saying? It's affordable. This one is five, five, five or more than the other one. But what, mm. what it is, is the biggest part of this gym is the weights room, whereas in the other mm. place, it used to be almost the smallest, right? Okay. And... Some t- I remember you'd get that atmosphere, you'd get that atmosphere in in that area of the gym, like where there's 20 to 30 dudes, mm. everyone's on their own machine, whatever, but here's the thing, it's like, there's no, there's no kind of ego shit going on, of course there'll always mm. be in, inside one or two people's heads, of course, it's just mm. the, the nature... But there was this kind of vibe where everyone's breaking their balls to do their own best. And it, it's like, when you see another man pushing themselves, you're like, yeah, let me go. Let me get there. Let me push myself as well. Mm, the competitive edge. like kind of, kind of Competitive, but it's like, it's about pushing yourself to your limit. Because you're not, you know, I wouldn't look at the dude benching over it like, and I've seen this, I remember I had to look. There was like two brothers and the dude was benching like over 150 kg. I'd never seen that like in real life. I've seen it online. <laughs> but I yeah, was yeah. like, holy shit, that's heavy. Like I ain't never seen that before. Of course. But it used to get this, atm- I don't know how to explain it. They used to get this atmosphere where it's like everyone there is serious. Everyone there is training for something. Mm. And it kind of like, it, it made you push yourself. It's like a, 
I think it is competitive, but it's also like it doesn't matter. It's like almost like the Olympics kind of thing in the sense that it doesn't matter. That person's goal might be completely different to yourself, but you're seeing they're fighting for it. So you can take you... some aspiration from it. Yeah, it's yeah, insp- yeah. Almost inspiration in a sense. Like if he can do it, then I can. Then what am I? What am I falling back on? Let me at least try and go as far as I potentially see myself going. Yeah, I mm. definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Like you. You need to, if you have someone to I wouldn't say necessarily look up to, but if you have someone to aspire to, then shit, it makes no, the course. road more. Easier. And what I mean is, there ain't no kids fucking around. Mm. Like it was, it was people who were serious to train, it's like serious mm. training. And I've seen like one or two actual monsters in that gym. And when I say monster, I remember once there was a dude. Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Kind of. Uh, let me tell you, there was one time there was a dude wearing a Strength Asylum gym t-shirt, which is where Eddie Hall, uh, Britain, like the last man in Britain to win World's Strongest Man, mm. uh, trains. And this dude was wearing... I'm not even kidding you. This man's biceps were bigger than my thighs, mate. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, I was no. looking at this dude like, holy shit, this guy is actually a monster. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. And... Yeah, I was even a bit scared. Like I was like, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ! Imagine you got you in a headlock. Yeah, you would die. You wouldn't even need to. You would just crush your neck like a coke can or something. <laughs> like, but I, what I mean is, I had never seen like someone that big in real life. And when you know, I'm not a small bloke, and, and my thighs aren't small. But I'm telling you, this man's arms were like my thighs, dude. Like it was <laughs> mental. So. It, yeah, I yeah I'm looking forward to getting back in the gym, but I'm not gonna put anything. I'm not putting any weight over my damn head because mm. I'm not risking mm. my back once my leg comes back. Fuck that. Of course, of course. But have you considered yoga also? You know, because yoga is quite the opposite. It's not more weight bearing. It's more free flowing. More going with the uh, motions. You know. So you know what? Uh, my mm. old job. I actually used to get free yoga classes and I did do yoga for a little bit. Um, What's a little bit? What, one lesson? Oh, no, 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 more. Maybe like oh, I swear. seven, eight lessons with a with an actual teacher in the room uh, doing classes and stuff. Um, and I mean, I for me, that just the yoga thing was a workout, frankly. Mm, like mm. twisting you each and every way. All That's this true. kind of stuff, like, yeah, I do. I, you know, I rate yoga is is definitely, and actually, it's kind of a lot more strength based than people might imagine. Like when people mm. are, oh, it's just for girls. Yeah, mm. yeah, that is the genuine concept. You know, I don't. You know, it's just for girls. Like maybe it's for maybe if you're a rugby player, if you're already like fit and healthy and active, yeah, it's just for girls. But most cats sitting around playing Call of Duty wouldn't wouldn't be able to do uh, most yoga classes definitely. straight off the bat, you know. Definitely. So it ain't it definitely ain't just for girls. Of course. Uh, another thing I want to touch on because uh, I sent you a video of what I found was hilarious was um Zoom calls. I'm get. What do you use when you're when you're doing video conferences? Is it Microsoft Teams or Zoom? Yeah, it's Microsoft Teams at uh, at my work. Okay, yeah, same, same. It's Michael Teams at my work team. But it seems to be all the drama's happening on Zoom. That's where it's at, mate. That's but where it's at. I think there's a particular reason for that, isn't it? Which, mm. which is uh, Microsoft Teams is used by organisations. That's why we mm. use it at work. And then Zoom is kind of like organisations without who aren't like set up enough to have Teams or or that kind of software already built in. So or what, it's got like Zoom? external meetings, people who are external. Mm. And because it's external, then they use uh, Zoom. But I know you're talking You're talking about the parish council meeting, which went mental, like it went viral, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Hadsworth, um, Hadsworth, Hansworth Parish Council, which is in Cheshire. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I knew it was funny. No, we'll put a clip in the description also. But, you know, I knew how it was funny. It was as soon as it started, right? Like, everyone's, doing it, everyone's saying, oh, present, here. And in the background, you hear, you hear somebody whispering, oh, fuck off. 
And I invited, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yo, this is gonna be good. Yeah. And so no, what? It was what is, ruckus. So what it is, listener? The dynamic was um, so there's a woman, there's the chairman of the of a Zoom call, and these, bear in mind these are all older people. We're talking like in their seventies. No one looked younger than fifty in these Zoom. Zoom no, calls. I reckon there was one dude in his forties. Oh yeah, saying, he was. He, he was. What? Was he I'm the one who was spazzing out? <laughs> was it the guy who was spazzing out? Yeah. There was one guy. He's like, you can't do that. You're not the chairman. He's, and he walks out. So, but, all right. So, anyways, listeners, there is um, there's a chairman. He's a seven year old man, and then there's Jackie Reaver. So, by the looks of it, Jackie Reaver's like telling everyone that, okay, is everybody on? Make sure your mics are off and all of that. And then the chairman's like, oh, can we make sure that um, this is a civilized um, Zoom meeting? Last time I was kicked out of um, I was kicked out of the meeting. And then Jackie Weaver goes, you know why he was kicked out of the meeting? And then he goes, no, you had no right to kick me out of the meeting. So it's kicking off straight off the bat. And then Chairman's getting all rowdy. And then the woman called Jackie Weaver goes that, um, Chairman, if you keep behaving like that, I'll have to kick you out of the meet. And then he's screaming, he's screaming, she just kicks him out. And then the young guy that you're talking about, he starts kicking off his life. How dare you kick out the, the chairman? And then Jackie's like, we need to elect a new chairman. He's like, no, we can't elect a new chairman. We already have one. And I'm the vice chairman. And he just spazzes out. And so it's just, <laughs> <laughs> this whole Zoom meeting just descended into chaos. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was just so hilarious, man. And it's, the thing is, I don't know, who's 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 um, recording this stuff? I honestly, honest to God, I want to know. Who's, no, like, I think they have to record because, it. They record it because it's like a record of the meeting. Oh, is it? Okay. Because this is not the first time that a Zoom meeting's gone mental, right? Because there was another article that I read in um in America in which um some cool t- school teachers were bitching about the parents and they didn't know that this Zoom call was open to the public and was live. So one teacher was saying that um all the pa- like all the parents are just lazy, that like just literally disrespecting the parents. Until one of the parents said, "Oh, you know, this is um, this is open to the club. Anybody can join this Zoom meeting," and so the whole the whole board of that I think it was a high school at the time, the all the whole board had to resign. And I was like, "Wow, like p- people aren't really aware of what they're saying." Like in teams meetings, I've never that's never been the case, but I'm seeing more and more people forget who's online and who isn't. Yeah, that's uh, this is the thing. Like, I I just think. Zoom meetings, people can't, people don't behave, isn't it? Like, because you're not there. It's like, it's the same thing that exactly happens on the internet. People just say all mm. oh, their dumb shit because they're not in the room or mm. whatever. It's like half the comments people make, you would never make to that person's face because you got yeah. enough, like, you've been socialized enough not to do it. Yeah, and if you're going to say it, you're going to make sure they don't hear it. Yeah, exactly. But online, people just forget. People get caught out. But uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm not that much of a fan of Zoom meetings. And I found it a bit weird and intrusive sometimes, especially when I'm at working, where people will just call you for a Zoom meeting out Mm. of nowhere. Whereas it's kind of different. If someone approaches you in an office, it's slightly different because... When you're doing that, you can still say, oh, sorry, uh, I'm a little bit busy. I'll come find you when I'm free Mm. or whatever. But when you're on a Zoom call, the moment you accept the call, you're kind of already (laughs) stuck (laughs) because it's like you've stopped whatever you're doing at that moment in time or whatever. Yeah, that's why I don't pick them up, man. Because I know it's it's fully like you have to commit. Once you pick up, it's like oh damn. It's not like you can't back out. It's not it's not like someone coming up to you say oh Brian, have you got a minute? And you're like no, actually, I haven't. No, no, you, exactly. You haven't got a minute because, like you said, you already committed to answering the call. At that point, it's like picking up the phone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like you kind of screwed yourself over, you know. But it, it, I, I don't know. It, it, it's not, uh, you know, I'm not a fan. Like, and there's something more draining about it. It's different when you're in an office meeting and you're sitting around and, you know, like when people are going on, everyone mm. else, they they know, they know they're going on because everyone else is like twiddling their thumbs, yawning, like, 
Whereas oh, but we sometimes they don't. Oh, Brian, sometimes they don't, bro. I've sat in one three-hour meeting. Oh, my God. I hate... To my fact, I hate any kind of meeting, bro. I just hate them all, man. Because sometimes... Uh, you know what? Sometimes it's just attention to make sure... To make everyone else know that I know what I'm talking about. Like, liking the sound of their own voice. Like, no, of course. Um, but that's why the chair makes such a big difference. Because it's like... A chair can drive the meeting. That's why you need someone to be able to call attention and be like, okay, this is the meeting and we are here to conclude, like reach some conclusions around this, that and this. And then they drive towards that conclusion. Do you know what I mean? Uh, But I think Uh, sometimes... That that sounds like an ideal meeting. That sounds like... I've never been in such a meeting, Brian. means that every meeting that I've been in, it's just been judgery, mate. It's just been... Oh, I'd rather no, no, kill been, myself. I've been in a few of those, but uh, the lady who was a service manager when we first met mm. in that job, I actually forget her name, and obviously we shouldn't mention it on here anyway, mm. but the blonde one, I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who left? I don't know if she left when you were still there or not, but no, anyway. I, think I left before she did. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. She was an excellent chair meeting because she would start... And she'd be like, okay, what, what, are, like, tell me the facts, like, tell me this, 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 this. Mm. And then she'd be like, okay, and like, what are the complicating factors? And then people would come in and say, oh, okay, there's a problem here, there's an issue there. And she'd be like, okay, okay, okay. So, right, this is my opinion, this is what we're going to do. And that would be it. I'm not, I, I, I sat in a few meetings where she earned her cash. Like, she earned well, but she earned her cash, to be fair. Like, because I'd sat in other meetings with other people, and let me tell you, they didn't earn their cash like she earned mm-hmm. her cash. So Straight to the point, concise, that's what you need. Straight to the point, because that's what I'm saying, like, sometimes you waffle, people were waffling, yeah. but it don't add nothing. And you know, the worst meetings are ones where you don't even come to no conclusions, bro. You just talk, Oh, I discuss. hate those. And there's no action decided afterwards. It's like, what, what the fuck did we come here for? To have a chat? Oh, those ones are the worst. Those meetings. But I think that happens a lot more on Zoom. For mm. sure. Like, because there ain't... It's harder to drive to a conclusion yeah, on definitely. Zoom. I uh, think they should ban meetings all in general, man. I think it should just be like... Alright, liaison with this person. Do this, do that. Sorted. We don't have to go. We don't have to come in like in some like round table circle and discuss ideas. I'm just anti meeting, man, because I, I was in one three hour meeting, and that's yeah, now you've got of trauma. Yeah, I got trauma, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. No, I I think I've been in one or uh, like a few, uh, one or two at least three hour meetings. But to be fair they were the ones that had conclusion. So there was like a journey. There was like a journey through those meetings. Oh, but actually, because we talked about this before we recorded last week as well. And I wanted to mention, Mm. I don't know if you've seen the price of Bitcoin has dropped already from 50 to 35. And in fact, let me check. I think it's going even lower now. Let me check the price now. Okay. So now it's under 34. It's 30 free so it's just dropped and it's dropping still oh oh could be it's your time to invest soon could be you know what i still think it's going to drop under 20 again you think yeah but Wait look at this soon. bitcoin pro- price crashes 20 percent, but analysts predict record highs this is on independent but i think it's all speculation that's the thing about these. I don't. I'm a bit skeptical of these experts, man, because it's all. What, what's the driving force? What are the determining factors that make it rise up and make it fall? There's too many variables. Mm. But we'll see. We'll see, anyways. Or maybe maybe it could drop because I feel like it does make sense because Bitcoin is going to be around for the next couple of years, definitely, definitely. But how high it goes or how low it drops is is anybody's guess. No, but look at this. Uh, it's crashed to under ten thousand. I'm I'm actually thinking. You know what? Let me just hold. I'll just hold until there's a fat market crash on Bitcoin, and then I'm gonna put in some cash. Because mm. 
really, I think at the moment, it's never, it's not held at over, uh, it's not held in double digit figures for over a year ever once. Is my Has understanding. Wasn't it? Wasn't it like eighteen k for like two years ago? But I don't know how long it stayed eighteen k. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So I'm just thinking. I'm just waiting for a big crash, and then I'm gonna put in my money and and then leave it. Do you know what I mean? Just leave it, and that's how I'm gonna run it. But I just wanted to say because you were uh, saying you were quite like getting quite gassed about putting your money in already and I'm saying just hold just hold and wait for it to drop because this Definitely. is the thing it's like you gotta sell you gotta sell when, when it's, it's high. when it's high and, and buy when it's low it's just like simple and this is the thing it's like when you it's gonna crash again so you know another peak is gonna come but when it mm. crashes everyone's selling so that's when you buy and then there'll be another peak and you know how it's going to be. It'll be like this. It'll crash again soon. Then it'll stay quiet. Mm. Boom. You buy your shit then. Then there'll, be a, then there'll be a peak. Then there'll be all the stories of Bitcoin. People will buy more Bitcoin. And there'll be another peak. Then you sell it. And then you just wait for the whole shit to crash again and rebuy it. <laughs> literally. You know, so it's just literally a waiting game. It's just a waiting game, but I think it's a whole. You got to learn. You it's like it's almost a bit like a poker game, isn't it? You need to know when to hold and when to fold. Mm, mm, you know, definitely. Uh, and the way I'm feeling is, oh, it's like you know, it's literally at a record high. So, I think can, at can, the moment, record, record, hit a record low. No, I don't think it will hit a record low. But I think it will it will drop under ten grand eventually. I'm so sure. Oh wow, wow! You're so sure of that? Well, I'm not sure. Okay, maybe ten under ten grand's worth is a bit of an excessive uh, estimation. But I reckon. But oh, you know what? Hold on. We should have mentioned mm. this right at the beginning of this chat. This is not financial advice. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, keep your lawyers away. Uh, this is February twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. So we're talking about Bitcoin exchange prices at this point. You know, this is not financial advice. Uh, in fact, I don't advise anyone buy Bitcoin. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my that's save, it. My disclaimer. Uh, that's my disclaimer. Don't buy Bitcoin. Done. Sweet. But um, oh yeah, there's one one thing I did. Are you, are you, do you still want to say something? Because I wanted to. Um... Touch upon how you missed out on Pele, bro. I'm actually so disappointed with you, man. Oh, you know what? Well, you know why I missed out on Pele, but I do. Yeah. I am gonna. I am gonna sit down and watch that uh, the the Pele documentary. And do you reckon there's anyone listening who might not know who Pele is? <laughs> I hope. I hope not. I hope not. But just to um, just to clarify, Pele is one of the, if not, the greatest footballer. To have achieved anything in football in recent memory, over a thousand goals, only player to win three World Cups, and yeah, he was literally an icon of football. He was the first superstar football ever. Mm. And you know, he. I mean, I'm trying to think if Mbappe was 17, but he wasn't, was he? No, he was um, 18 or 19. 18. Wait, so Pele was 17 years old when. He he scored uh, goals, two goals, two goals in the, in World, the World Cup, Cup final. Seventeen. I mean, you know, it's it's beyond a dream. It's beyond Honestly. imagination. Honestly, and it's back to back World Cup. So what in nineteen fifty eight and then nineteen sixty two. Although he did get injured in the nineteen sixty two World Cup, but it's still the fact that well, you he know, still played. Yeah, exactly. You know, he was in the squad. Like, yeah, exactly. no, but of course, Brazil had an excellent, excellent team. But no, you know, it's kind of like, and ju here's the thing. I, wa I did watch maybe the first half an hour of that documentary. So I've just mm. not watched it all. But just seeing mm. him do stuff like Rabona, like mm. seeing some of the moves he's doing, you know, with old boots, with a heavy ball. Definitely. Like, things that you couldn't imagine. Like, 
he looked like a modern player in an old era. It was actually kind of weird seeing him do some of the stuff he was doing. Definitely. Like the fake shorts, the cuttings, like flicking the ball over players' heads, like long-range shots. Like, it was was incredible, man. Yeah. And, and you know, the guy is an absolute legend. But, you know, uh, this is the thing I wanted to say that I didn't know you know. Mm. I have... um, I have Pele signature, like I have a signature what? of Pele. Where, where, where? How, how, where, and what? When did you get this signature? So, well, there's there's kind of two stories. One time he was doing like a some sort of promotional thing for Mastercard at Harold's. Okay. And um, me and my mum waited in the queue for three hours to try and get stuff I signed bet. by him. Three we didn't hours. get anything signed. In the oh, end. Wait, so so what happened? What, so, so you in a queue? So, so basically what happened was this. They handed out a lot of bullshit uh, like photographs of Pele that were supposedly signed by Pele. Mm. Um, mm. But literally what happened maybe a year or two later is one of my parents' family friends in Brazil called mm. Aranha, which actually mm. means spider. So... Mm. So that was his nickname, Spider, like a sort of Streets of Rage thug or something, <laughs> nickname Spider. Anyway, so, sp- and actually, I don't actually know Spider's real name. I just know him as Spider, <laughs> Uncle Spider. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I, yeah. I'm not even joking. I, all I know him is as like Uncle Spider. But anyway, so Uncle Spider sends, sends this... Um, like, he actually got it framed. It's painted blue on the outside. The background's yellow. Mm. Then he has, like, a commemorative uh, stamp of Pele celebrating mm. uh, scoring a goal with the number mm-hmm. 10, uh, like, doing, the like, the fist yeah, yeah, p- yeah. pump or whatever. And then it's just a piece of paper, and it says... Uh, 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 t- to Brian from your friend Pele. Yo, no way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? Like the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing how absolutely sick that is. What? How did he get it? So basically, this uh, spider dude. He used to work in kind of like uh, it's called like Sesc in São Paulo in Brazil. But my mm. understanding is. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's kind of like a kind of... I don't know if it is a... It's not like an art thing. It's more like a cultural thing, like Barbican Centre here in the UK. Okay. Something like that. Like a kind of... Some sort of cultural centre, like the Barbican Centre. Anyway, Pele was going around doing like a tour or a visit or whatever. Mm. And he's got the signature. And the funny thing is, the piece of paper, it's not like... It wasn't... It was obviously just by chance that he got it because the piece of paper is just like a printed piece of paper with scra- like a scrap piece of paper because it's oh, folded crap. in half. Yeah, yeah. But you can see that there's a print out or some bullshit, whatever behind it. <laughs> so it's the back of a piece of paper, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's just the back of a piece of paper that he's just literally grabbed, folded, grabbed and got him to do it. And then he sent it. But when you compare that one, I think in the end, after we got that one, we threw away the the one that me and my mum got, the MasterCard, because mm. the MasterCard one was unbe- like a real shit fake, basically. Okay. It's just someone who sat there, looked at yeah. Pele's actual signature and was like, oh, I'm going to do a Pele signature. And they just handed them out so there wouldn't be a riot in Harold's, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's definitely fake then, just for the convenience. Oh, no, no, it's def- definitely fake. And... For example, let's put it this way. This spider cat has never done anything else. It's because it really is like, do you know what I mean? Like he didn't just decide one day, oh, I'm just going to pretend that Pele signed this. It was just like off the cuff. It was off the cuff, yeah. And you know what? It's in my dad's garage and I was going to look this week for it just because this um, documentary like sparked my mind because I was like, Mm. yo, actually I need to have that you know with me and the other thing is 
I just love the fact that uh, it's signed to me. So it's, it's not as valuable to anyone else but me. Mm, 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 you know? But I was like, damn, that's special. And you know what? I need to actually uh, call this dude because I don't think I've spoken to him since I've like been an adult, basically. And okay. just to thank him for, for that because, you know... I mean, you saw how frail and old Pele's gone, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, Damn, you know. It's so, crazy, like, he was. He had... He, you know, and the thing is, what he quit football, what, 33? And mm. it was like, that was the perfect time to get out. Like, he ended the game so early and left it so early. Like, he completed what he wanted to complete. And that's what I love about Pele. It's like... It's the drive, like you see it, like the modern day version would be Cristiano Ronaldo. You see the drive in his eyes, but Pele, it was it was different. He was like from the family he grew up with, and to what he went on to achieve is just you know, it's inspiring more than anything. It's just it, it gives me a smile whenever I see this man. You know, he it's you know like, what surprised me as well. He his warmth even now, mm, like mm. kind of. Mm, there wasn't that strange ego to him. It's a bit mm. like I don't know. I haven't watched all the documentary, mm. um, but it's but you're kind right. of he does. He does emanate this kind of humility, like just a sense of like, like all he was trying to do was be the best for him and his country, mm. and he achieved that more than anything. I mean, I only watched the first thirty minutes, but it's like that scene where he's meeting his buddies from uh, mm. Santos and they're talking yeah. about the time they went on tour and the other dude wore his shirt and he didn't say, oh, oh, look how shit he is at football. He was just mm. like, oh, they thought, oh, he's not as handsome and as good yes, looking yeah. as Pele. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's that's nice. But oh, you, also, you put me on to a song. You know them, um, Tim Meyer? Oh, okay. Yeah. Leza, oh, yeah, and in it's the in the... Yeah, it's in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I was like, damn, Brian put me onto some good tune. Like, this is an OG tune. Listen, I suggest it. Kibeleza by um, Tim Meyer. Okay, I'll, we'll link that. What's the other thing I've got to link? Oh, what was it? Oh, crap. Uh, oh. The Hansmith uh, Paris. The, the Paris Council called? meeting. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll link that. At least I won't get our video banned momentarily like the other day. Oh yeah, on YouTube. YouTube. That's funny. Oh, but you can check us out on BigKids.com. Yeah, yeah, guys, we're 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 getting there. We're well, we've already been official, but we're official, official now. We're becoming official. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like we'll know we'll know when we made it official when we got. Do you know what I mean? I'm just seeing like Drake and and Dave Chappelle coming through. Mm, mm, do you know what I mean? Mm. Tony Blair on the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Billy <Yo>. Gates <laughs> day after, do you know what I mean? Like, Yo, Elon Musk afterwards, yeah, you name it, we'll have anyone here. Like, then <laughs> we'll have a great one of the great aliens or whatever. We'll have yeah. we'll have Cat Stevens also. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that ain't his name anymore. What is it like Yusuf Islam, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is Yusuf Islam, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you never know. It's good to have a shout out, you know. Maybe because I've been, you know, I think we should bring people from the eighties on, you know, give them like a re, like um, revitalized outlook on how they see the world. You know, and I wonder who, what Phil, I wonder what Phil Collins is doing right now. Phil Collins, oh, probably eating the Cadbury's bar, <laughs> <laughs> like probably living off like the singles push that Gorilla advert gave him still. <laughs> true like I don't know you know what in fact who would I bring back from the 80s or mm. who would I interview from the 80s who was a big star in the 80s I'm trying to even think no I, I, I said I say Cat Stevens Phil Collins um, oh Lionel Richie I would have him on um, oh, okay but they're all still quite famous oh so who what kind what kind of we thinking someone like, who uh, was big in the 80s but not famous anymore Oh, okay. Ooh. But I guess we wouldn't even know who they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, um, uh, what about what those... Oh, was it Earth, Fire and Wind? You know who, who sung oh, September, yeah, B- Boogie September. Wonderland? Yeah. yeah they, got a, they got some tunes. Yeah, they like, got some heavy tunes. But that bro. September tune is hard. 
Yeah. Oh, it's too hot. Actually, is it September or Boogie Wonderland? I realised it. If you, if you, if anyone's watched anime called Dragon Ball Z, and you know the attire that Vegeta wears, like the battle armor. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got it from Boogie Wonderland. I promise, because I looked into it. Boogie Wonderland came out in nineteen eighty-five or something, and then Dragon Ball Z Vegeta came out in nineteen eighty-nine. Hold on, hold on, but I swear it's like some sort of Aladdin outfit, anyway. No. Oh no, I need to, I need to. I promise you. Boogie Wonderland, it's like, think of Vegeta's um, attire, you know, with the armour, with the pointy corners on the shoulders. That stuff was in Boogie Wonderland. No, but I'm sure that's like ancient Arabian Aladdin-style stuff before Boogie Wonderland. You feel? <laughs> oh, I don't but know. No, re- research it and, and we will, we, you know, you can bring it up next week. Definitely, oh, yeah. I'll, 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 re- I'll really look into this. Uh, but look, yeah, are we wrapping up? Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Yeah. Right. So what? This has been the Big Kiss podcast. You can catch us on um, bigkiss.com. Big Definitely check us we, out there. We got a dot com. We're not selling anything yet, but yeah. you know, put the money aside <laughs> to <laughs> buy might, it when we, we do. Would Would we sell shares at some point? You reckon? I don't know. Oh, it's you only know, two, it's two man. Sell a raffle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we could do a raffle, yeah. I yeah, don't even know work. what for. A raffle to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably have to pay them to yeah, spend exactly. the hour now at the moment. <laughs> but, you know, you know, persistence is key. It's early days, early days. Definitely. Like, but it's been grand as ever. And listeners, you know, if you've got a question, always stick it in the comments. Uh, we haven't got an email, have we? But actually, no. if you go on the mm. .com, you can record us a, a, a voice message. Definitely, um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, send that our way if you want us to talk or touch on a particular yeah, subject. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Uh, definitely, the more the merrier. We'd, we'd love people to um, get engaged with us. And yeah. But not, not in the marriage sense. Oh, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. You know. Well, depending... You I know. mean, if it financially benefits me, I mean, I might consider. But <laughs> you know, you might get an old foxy lady come through <laughs> for you then. <laughs> All right, no, it's been, it's been, it's been the big kids. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>